0: Welcome back to another episode and today we're going to meet Lucy O'Sullivan who I met a while back as a personal trainer and she has rebuilt me into the muscular lean fighting machine that I am now or will be in a few more years time but we're getting there and it's... Uh, I've... Anyway, I've got to know Lucy over the years and she has so many strings to her bow which is interesting because she is also an archer who use bows as well so that kind of kind of works strings to her bow but I think that's more about violins is it? She's a has represented Great Britain many many times has represented the island of Jersey is sponsored by many different brands of archery and is also a sports presenter personal trainer and this Christmas, which is a bit annoying because it's now January, but she has released a Christmas single. So she she has many, 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 many talents. Anyway, I thought it'd be interesting to get to know her. And uh, so see what you think. Hi, Lucy. Hello, you all right? Hey, is it, there's bow and arrow over there. Is that bow and arrow, is that what you say? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Bow, one bow, many arrows. Um, I've got a few different sets. I do feel bad, this is, uh, this is my mom's place and I just uh, store all of my archery stuff at hers. Just... Well, that's what parents thought. <laughs> Bless them. <laughs> tea with no milk?
0: Yeah, like a, is that herbal tea?
1: Oh, let me see, let me see. Well, I'm
0: pushing the boat out. So this is where you grew up? Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is where I grew up, um, but there was... Um...
0: But you live, you live in St. Helier.
1: I live in town. Town, yeah. like me, townie. I'm a townie because I uh, can't afford anything out west.
0: <laughs> no, I ain't town as well as that, though.
1: I know, right? Oh, we've got fresh and fruity cranberry, if you Yeah, like. let's do that. Yeah, i love that. That's amazing. Or we've got, um, what else? What else has she got? Yeah, cranberry. So you're uh,
0: you a big coffee drinker?
1: I am, <laughs> yes. I, uh, I cannot live without my coffee, so that's really bad, isn't it?
0: No, isn't, isn't it good for you? I've got coffee I spooky. wake
1: up early, so uh, that's my excuse. I wake up early from my job. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And then how many cups of coffee would you have? All the-
1: like three, probably three a day. That's all right. Yeah, I actually think about it, it's not that bad.
0: No, that's fine.
1: Some days I'd have a, more, but. I know
0: mean, they say you shouldn't drink three. coffee after 12.
1: Yeah. Because then you won't sleep properly. I don't lean. find it affects me though. Oh really? Yeah, so I can have a coffee late at night and I'd be fine. I, my dad was really, um, addicted to coffee.
0: So what age? So at one point there was Lucy that didn't do archery. Yep. And then there was one day, the next day you were doing archery. So when was that? Well,
1: I mean, so I've always been, the thing is with archery is that, um, it's a, you only really do it if your parents did it. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cause it's a weird sport to get into. Should yeah. sit in the conservatory? Yeah. It's nice and warm in there. Like, if your parents have done it, you get into it, right? My dad was a Jerseyman, and he actually started archery at Dallas L. Okay. So he'd be 80 now. And then I was born in Poole, in Dorset. Um, That's where him and my mum met. And I always grew up watching him do archery in in Dorset. So he was part of a club called Lichit And they had this, like, Litchet like, like <laughs> literal, like, like shit. No, 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 no. Shit. She hates... C-H-E-T-T. L-Y-C-H-E-T-T. Literally. Yeah, yeah. And, um, it, not, not shit. It was, like, like, no, like. not at all. But it was, like, in a manor... Pla- it was in a manor. Yeah. So I remember driving there to see Dad shoot, and, yeah, you, like, drive through these, like, beautiful trees, and then it kind of all opens up into this massive lawn, and then you've got the manor house in the background. So I think maybe archery was romanticized for me because of that and then when i moved to jersey um i was 10 my little sister was nine and yeah that i was like can we start now can we please start and he was like yeah okay you're 10. yeah i mean i started weirdly we had a club in st peter's and we there was like a little um st peter's town hall at the back and then they moved to st john's recreation Uh, And then there are other clubs that were at the fort and obviously with the fort, with the asbestos and stuff, they've had to move to. um, Yeah, like the asbestos didn't seem to matter in the 80s. I know, right? Who cares? Now (laughs) it seems to be a
0: big problem. Yeah. Now
1: apparently firing projectiles at asbestos isn't good practice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's what I remember doing that. So, but it's quite a hard sport to like, it's like, um, like you have to put a lot of practice in, right? You don't just get in day one, do you? Yeah.
1: Like I was terrible. I I'm really was not very good at archery. So yeah. I remember in St. Peter's, like my little sister, because she, she's taller than me, yeah. and she had like a, a longer draw so she could pull back like bigger bows and stuff. She was far better than me. Like, really, really good. And how did that feel? Oh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I suck at this sport that yeah. I've always wanted to do? So, um, yeah, basically. So, that
0: age, what age are you now? 11
1: uh yeah probably 11 yeah. 12 yeah and then um yeah
0: so, so you so, so I, with your dad was he part of the scene then like the yeah archery yeah scene? so like he, well, he was up. our
1: coach yeah so he taught me and my sister and then uh yeah i was like that's it i'm done i'm i'm rubbish at the sport i hate it so that's
0: after what a year or something
1: yeah a year two years and then he was like well why don't you just do compound archery so
0: what's the, what's the, how, how, there's different types yeah, of Yeah,
1: so there's different types of archery. So you've got the Olympic guys, yeah. um, which obviously you can see in the Olympics. It's all over. It's kind of Robin Hood, but yeah. like high-tech Robin Hood. So you've got like um, a handle and then the long recurved yeah. limbs and then one string. And you pull it back, you let it go, aim, win the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> then you've got us guys, which are the compound bows. They're compounded. They're like little. so they're kind of compressed and they've got wheels
0: oh yeah yeah yeah
1: so they're called cams. we'll have a look at some later yeah we will and uh, basically what that means is when you pull back that string there's cables on the wheels and what it does is it locks in place Uh, okay it also means that bows can be shorter they can be like compounded for hunting originally what they were designed for so you could like use them in the woods or whatever yeah basically he was like look little." you're not growing any time soon. Let's put you on a compound bow, the little people bows. Let's let's just see how that goes. And then, like, within a year, I was on the GB team.
0: And yeah, that's nuts. So at the age of, like, 12,
1: 13? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know, and I'm I and I'm trying to think. I'm like, how on earth did that happen?
0: So you just clicked. <laughs> you're just getting the right bow.
1: Yeah. It was so bizarre. It was... um. So, yeah, basically, and with the compound bow, you can kind of inch up the poundage. Yeah. So it's got like, I'll show you again, but it's got like nuts and bolts on it and stuff. So it's I quite think my like dad, yeah, I don't understand them. They're so Even technical. Even today, I'm, I'm terrible with the technical stuff. But um, yeah, my dad was really good at it. And he, I think we've basically self-taught and because he was always a recover archer. Um, so he could help my sister all fine. But with compound, we sort of had to learn um, all the technical Which stuff. Which is probably
0: why... You got to, You know what I mean. That like you both had to learn at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it really it's true. Yeah, it's
1: true. Yeah, but I mean, he was like f- far beyond. Yeah. Like he was, he was good at it. But yeah, he would, he would like increase the draw weight for me, and I wouldn't notice, and I'd be like, oh, it feels quite tough today, and he would just be like, uh huh, oh, that's weird. But he he knew he knew he made it heavier. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I thought it was quite good. It's it's kind of what I do with my personal training clients. Yeah. Like I'll just add more weight yes. and be like, oh, At, I and being oh, one of your old clients. That's
0: yes, I have noticed that.
1: <laughs> so I've obviously got that As coaching from him. <laughs> yeah, just creeping on the weight yeah, and yeah, hoping yeah, yeah. you don't notice.
0: So that's where you get that from, <laughs> yeah. your dad.
1: I, that's a weird revelation that I've just had this morning. <laughs> But yeah, it's a. Uh, so that's
0: it, suddenly. It, so that, yeah, that's crazy in a year.
1: We got, went to a couple of competitions in France. Yeah. Because um, that's where he used to shoot. He, because in, in Dorset, they had links to Cherbourg archers, um, Assam archers, so they're called. And yeah, they used to shoot against each other all the time, like England v. France. So um, yeah, we started shooting in France a little bit. And then um, dad took me to Bournemouth and I got my first sort of outdoor competition. Um, and then what age,
0: are you, so you're
1: 11? Uh, I was probably uh, 13 at oh, this 13, okay. time. Probably, yeah, about 13. So you got a bit
0: more strength. And yeah, a bit
1: more strength, and basically in archery back in the day, it's changed now, but um, we used to shoot this event called a feeter, Um and it was like an all day event you shoot at, um, different three dozen at different distances. Um, So I managed to reach the adult distances, so 70 metres, 60 metres, 50 metres, 30 metres. And sort of for my first competition at the UK, I got a thousand points, which is like the first badge. Um, But you had to go to like an official event to get those badges. And then the next badge is 1100, the next badge is 12, the next badge is 13. So compared to other 13
0: year olds, is that pretty good?
1: Yeah, so yeah. So there was a judge uh, who was actually at these, these recent Island Games, um, and he said, oh, Lucy, you just got your badge today. That's good. You should apply for the GB squad. Um, so he sent in a letter, and we said, oh, hi, my name's Lucy. I've just got 1,000 points on the 70 metres, 13, 14 years old, uh, and then I was accepted on the team.
0: That's crazy.
1: Yeah it's all done by post as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was no... That's pretty
0: exciting there. getting that letter back, though.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I've got it upstairs somewhere. I must do. Dad was meticulous. He kept, yeah, like, yeah, all the yeah, records. Yeah, yeah. So there, there'll be a record somewhere.
0: So how... So with your sister... Yeah. So obviously she didn't get into it as much.
1: No, she... She, um... She... Yeah, she, she... She so was, was so good at it. She yeah. was actually the Channel Island champion for Rico. So, was
0: there a competition between you both?
1: No, because we were different bows. Oh, uh,
0: okay. That's at, like the, cool. at
1: the beginning, there was. And yeah, then, yeah. yeah, I think it was very good that I switched to Compound. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she Sibling was Rico, I was Compound. It was different events. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like ice hockey to hockey. Yeah. So, if I'm the ice hockey, she's the hockey. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, we were different yeah. events. She was the Olympic bow, I was the non Olympic bow. But um, it's quite
0: interesting that so you I kept the peace. <laughs> so how did you? Because as a thirteen-year-old, I mean, I've got a daughter who's eleven, and like to keep her on one thing. I mean, she does gymnastics and stuff. You know what I mean? But like yeah, yeah. to actually be dedicated to a sport. Yeah, I mean, I, you chose to do it, or was, was there pressure yeah, to do it? No.
1: Well, I, I mean, I always chose to do it, but maybe there was obviously a little bit of pressure from dad as well. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you can't really. I think if you look at all the sports people, they have like, not pushy parents, but the parents are like, you know, dad would drive me to the archery range and there's you can't, you, yeah, there's a commitment from your parents yeah, because, you know, you get home from school and he's like, right, okay, bow's in the car, let's go. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, your parent has to be prepared to get you to the archery range or to get you to the gym or whatever it is. You need that help from parents because, you know, kids are can be lazy. You know, I could have been lazy. If, if if I didn't have dad saying like, look, I've packed your boat, let's go, let's go to the archery range, then I probably would have been like, no, oh, I can't be bothered.
0: Yeah, there's no there's no TV.
1: Until. Yeah, yeah, because it's, yeah, and it's weird because it's like I always wanted to do it rather than like watch TV. Like on the archery days, I'd be like, oh yeah, come on, let's go do archery. But then there were some days where I'd be like, oh.
0: And what did your friends think of it, like your teenage friends and
1: things? I, I, do you know what? It's bizarre because one of my teenage friends, I don't think she she got me <laughs> at all. She was like, "What is this about?" But now, as an adult, as a thirty year old, she's now into sports. Yeah, like big time into sports. So it's like, I don't. It's kind of weird because I've always had to kind of explain my life. Like you miss out on stuff. You miss out on, you know, like parties and stuff. I didn't really have like a normal childhood.
0: So you miss out on how can we miss out on parties?
1: well, you miss out on parties because you're away in the UK competing. You miss out on birthdays. I missed out on like family weddings and stuff because you you have to like... uh, When I got onto the GB circuit, basically they said you have to chase the circuit.
0: So yeah, so it's very similar to... Like Things like racing,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, well, any you, sport, I guess yeah. it's like the same with the, the tennis player, Surfing players. or like
0: anything. If really, you've got to commit and it's a full commitment,
1: yeah. And it's it's mainly weekends, right? So, but the trouble with Jersey is that you, yeah, have, you have to have go to. on a Friday and then you've you got have to, to come back on a Monday, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Well, we would never fly, we'd always get in the boat because <laughs> my dad didn't trust the planes to go, yeah, because back in those days there was always fog and you'd hear about and the boats are more reliable, then, aren't they? Boats were way more reliable back then. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we're chatting about what 2005 yeah. now. Um,
0: so you said you must have had some rough crossings.
1: Oh my god, it was awful. So,
0: so basically, so, you're, so from 13 until so this kept going. Probably
1: like 14, 14, 15, yeah, and this kept going until uni.
0: Wow. And then so what you get so you so the G so what has it work in terms of progression? There's a GB team. Yep. And then you go, how's so, it? So,
1: well, I was on junior team. Yeah. Um, that first year, I didn't get the scores in time. So I remember I was so gutted. I was like, damn it. I really wanted the, um, back in those days as well, your name was embroidered onto the GB shirts. Oh, wow. And I was like, I want my name embroidered. I want it on a shirt. Yeah. So it's weird because you could just go to Magic Touch now and just get your yeah, name yeah, on a yeah, yeah. T-shirt. But yeah, I was, I was like, I want my name embroidered. Um. But, yeah, I was, like, maybe, like, five, ten points off.
0: Yeah. So what so age I is that? didn't
1: get on the team. That was, I think, 14. And then I don't know what happened, but I must have been a kick up the arse because I was like, right, that's it. Let's do this. Yeah. So then... um it was a gear shift. Yeah. So from then on, like, my scores, I went under the 1,100 points, 1,200 points, 1,250, 12, thirteen. Um 1350 and then I still haven't got my 1400 badge because they've uh, they've changed all of the events now so uh I need to make your own right <laughs> no, like... you <laughs> so I need to like try and book into those ye old fashioned shoots now and try yeah. and get the 14 yeah well yeah <laughs> they don't do them anymore there's like very sparse if they do them now but um yeah so yeah it kind of basically from that failure there was a lot of progression um, and then at 15 I got on the G- on the GB senior team. I mean also at the time they didn't really have that many adult women doing it. Um, now oh, so it
0: quite so it wasn't 50-50, it was mainly men.
1: Yeah, it was all men. yeah, all men yeah, how there was, that? was like two, two women. So being in, a in young compounds. teenage
0: girl, how did you feel that man has been quite...
1: I mean, I swear a lot. <laughs> I swear a lot, and I think it's just basically... You have sworn, yeah. 50, well, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I have to hold it in. No, I basically was, like, growing up with, like, adult men.
0: And they didn't treat you different?
1: No, not really. Well, I mean, maybe they did, but, I, yeah, I just always thought they were, like, big brothers, really.
0: Yeah, that's great, actually. Yeah. So you're about it, so they treated you pretty...
1: Yeah, Unchained. it was very, very good. Um, no, well, the people both... that treated you the worst were the women.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, because yeah, okay, because
1: you're a kid coming through. Yeah. Um,
0: so they're boys the same age doing it.
1: Mm, no, so back at that time, it was always it was older people. Yeah. So I was so like you one were of the young ones. Yeah, I was the youngest on the team. We, we went to so the first year of World Cups was 2006. Uh, yeah, so I was 15 and. Um, I, w- I got chosen to go to El Salvador, which was wow. <laughs> eye opening. Um, but yeah, 15 year old in El Salvador, I was like, oh my God. We were greeted at the airport with like gunmen. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> what is this? It's not like Jersey. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it, honestly, it's so bizarre. Well, so
0: that's, I did you did quite a bit of travel as a teenager then.
1: Oh God, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and school was so good. Like, so good. I was like, hey, I'm off to El Salvador. And they were like, oh, okay. Uh, I was like, so did it impact your,
0: so like, but the academic work, did that?
1: Uh, no, because then I have a very good parent in my mum who was always pushing education. So mum was, uh, like a lawyer and, and then she became a family judge over here. And so she was always like, come on, education, education, education. So for me, I had, you know, one parent that was about sport and one parent that was about education. So I had really the best of both worlds. There still
0: must be a conflict at some point.
1: Yeah, I guess I probably chose sport more than mm-hmm. <laughs> education. You got your GCSEs, right? And I got my GCSEs, yeah. I, got, I got a few A, quite a few A's. Yeah, One A star, two A's, uh, no, two B's, one A star and the rest A's. That's
0: pretty good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and you were doing all this archery?
1: And all the archery, yeah, oh, mad. My That's sick and then my, it. my A level's not as good, I was still doing a bit too much archery and my A level's only got C's. Yeah. But got into university, so that was the main thing, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, mum was very much about education. She was, so it was like the backup. She was brilliant. Yeah, she was... Yeah, she basically, she said, you know, archery's great, but at the time, there was no money in it, especially not for women. Um, all the sponsors were kind of men and Americans. Um, there wasn't really much progress for women to earn a living in it. And she also said, you know, what happens if, God forbid, you break your arm or you break your back or whatever let's get you an education first, because you can always fall back on education, right?
0: Well, great parents.
1: Yeah, they were awesome.
0: So how the progression goes, you're on the GB team, and then what, how's that work internationally?
1: Yes. so there was junior, junior events, obviously. Um, so you had, um, you had the Cup of Europe, or it was called the Europa Cup, it's the Cup of Europe now. Um, so you try and get on the junior team, you had to get your scores as a junior, um, to get on the Cup of Europe. Um, and then that would kind of give you the um, experience to then do the World Championships. And so it was every other year is the World Champs and every other year is the European and Champs. And
0: there's money, there's prize money. Uh, God, no. So <laughs> the, be... the sport is all amateur then? Is Ooh, it?
1: Completely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was just to be World Champion yeah. as a junior or European Champion as a junior. So the Europa Cups I did really, really well at. Um... I was always podium.
0: But you get cash money? Already.
1: No, not at all. Not at all. 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 So it's all, everyone has all to privately fi-
0: finance their travel. and.
1: Yeah, back in those days, I think there was some funding from Archery GB. So that's why you ha- it was, there was so much emphasis on you had to fund yourself to get to events to get the scores. Because the scores were quite high, so they wouldn't just send anyone. They were only to send the best. But yeah, World Championships, European Championships were definitely funded by GB, but you had to get the scores. So that meant traveling to the UK for twenty. years. So, but like long
0: term from your, like your dad's point of view. Yeah. Like he's going, so this is gonna, you're gonna put all this time and effort into becoming an archer. Yeah. Then there must be some sort of career.
1: Yeah, I know, it's really stupid, isn't it? There wasn't, it was just to be world champion.
0: Which in itself is great.
1: Yeah, but there was actually, thinking about it, zero money in return.
0: But is that now? Is, that, is, that, is the world yes. champs now? Yes. So,
1: well, then in 2006, they had this thing called the World Cup. And at the finals, you can win money. So I went to the one of the legs in El Salvador uh, as a junior. And then we went to the junior championships, the world championships in Mexico. And they were like, well, while all your kids are out here, let's go see the finals. But the World Cups is completely separate to world championships. You don't win There's money for a world champs. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and at those ones, at those events in Mexico, I came third in the world as a junior and I went up to the guy that runs Hoyt Archery and I was like, hello, just come third in the world. Please me sponsor me. And he was like, yeah, cool. Send us an email. And then basically I've been with Hoyt Archery ever since they've been like my main sponsor. So, and then, you know, if Hoyt vet you, then other companies are like, oh, cool. She, she must be okay.
0: So you went up to their, their like the person from high. You yeah. just went, oh hi, I'm Lucy yeah. In Jersey.
1: Yeah.
0: Can I? Can you sponsor me? Yeah,
1: I was like, 15, Good for you, 16, 15, 16, Yeah, like hi.
0: <laughs> so you're very. You you must have noticed that you're quite different to other teenagers, right? Like back home.
1: I guess I didn't. Because
0: they were all like, yeah. that's very different. Is it? <laughs> I think so. I mean, most teenagers T-15 are worrying year olds about. Do fifteen-year-olds
1: not go up to like? I
0: mean, it's very different. CEOs
1: now. of companies and yeah. ask for sponsorship. <laughs> Oh,
0: I think you're 15, maybe I wasn't... am
1: weird. Uh, I think it must be my parents. Yeah, it must be. Because mum, mum was so, like, badass in her job. Like, she was... Because, I mean, what when did she train? 70s, 80s, whatever, 90s. You know, there were no women lawyers, really. So for her to be that, I was like, oh, she's badass. So, and dad was... Um, he was retired from ill health. So for me, it was like... The female was always the you know, the, the bad ass. And and dad was, you know, he was like determined with life and stuff as well. But yeah, I was always like really strong role mo- role model with my mum. So I'm just like really proud of my mum. Right. So yeah. this is my this is my baby this year. Uh, I've had many, many different bows. I've got some upstairs that were... So it's like uh, a
0: bow, but it looks like it's sci-fi. It's a sci-fi <laughs> bow. <bite>. a
1: <laughs> sci-fi bow. I quite like it. Yeah. So, um, this is a compound bow.
0: Yeah. So it has wheels at the top and bottom.
1: Wheels at the top and bottom. It's got like the string that you can pull back. So that string there. Yeah. And then it's got two different cables. So those, those cables, yeah. when you pull it back, they lock that cam into place. They lock that oh, wheel okay. into place, and
0: that's that sort of like t- makes it taut. Um, it pulls the t- top and bottom together.
1: Yeah, so it, it kind of it makes the limbs kind of compress into each other.
0: Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Kind yeah. of like and the what, what, what's guys. the difference being it not taut and taut?
1: What do you mean by taut? Like
0: like like if it's pulled if it's pulled in a lot. Yep. And not they're brought.
1: like way more aggressive bows. So I have had bows which are more like they call them parallel. And there's
0: more is there more power yeah, in Yeah, the...
1: they're they're more like hunting deer
0: Yeah, they're So when the Armageddon nice. comes.
1: I'm absolutely fine. Yeah. I think that's basically why I kept up archery. I was like, just in case, you know? <laughs> just <laughs> in case I've got I've got arrows, I've got a bow and if the zombies come at me, I'm okay.
0: <laughs> and so this is so you went this route because the other ones were too big for you? Yeah,
1: so um these bows. They're just way easier to sort look of cool. adjust for kids as well, I think, because
0: you've got the scope the, and stuff. Scope.
1: So with my type oh, of bow, okay. it's got an arrow rest, so it keeps the bow, the arrow off oh, of cause the bow. Oh, because that's what I
0: struggled with, I remember, like keeping it on. Yeah,
1: so, um, and these, it's got little knots on each side of the arrow to hold it in place. And we've got, um, this is called a D-loop, which is where you attach Um, I could actually shoot if you wanted. Yeah,
0: let's go, let's go and shoot something.
1: So, um... Not me. (laughs) No, of course not. But, uh, yeah, there's different types of bows and different types of arrows. I've got my, my, uh, my outdoor arrows, which are,
0: um... So is it like in the Marvel films? Wow, they're light on there.
1: So they are light, yeah. So the outdoor arrows, they're basically really short, because my, my jaw length is really short. Um, but they've got quite heavy points, so it keeps the arrows kind of going, yeah, Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it keeps them steadier in the wind. So
0: is it like in you know who's the guy in Hawkeye? Is that Hawkeye? Yeah, 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 yeah. What, does he technique. shoot? Terrible <laughs> technique. Terrible technique. Does he shoot one of these? No.
1: Um, oh, I'm not sure actually. I think it he looks shoots complex. a hybrid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you've got those. And he then... has
0: uh, like a dynamite at the end of the.
1: Yes, thing. he does, of course, and the Hunger Games as well. She yeah. does. Actually, does she that shoot? was quite good. Um, I think she shoots a hybrid thing as well. Yeah. She shoots mainly the recurve bow, but. Um,
0: so was The Hunger, Hunger Games came out way before you even start, like after? Way after,
1: yeah. Way yeah after, but yeah. it was really good because it's got a load of young women in to our sport, I was going to say, have you got a lot of, really in Jersey? Good. Brave was really good as well. It got a yeah, load I of women. It's um, a great film. The, um, uh, what else was really good? Oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Really good. Got a load of young boys in because of Legolas. Yeah. Um, obviously, any Robin Hood film, we get a load of people coming into the sport. In. Yeah, so archery films are really good for us because it brings fresh ki- like kids and people into so the sport. So what is
0: it about it that you like? It? Like if you had to say in one sentence, why, why, why archery? I mean, it's, what's the buzz you get?
1: It's like a meditation. It's, ba- it's basically meditation. It's, um, it's really like calming. Um, so like I do, uh, so I'm trained in yoga and I find it so similar
0: because of the breathing. It's the breath,
1: it's the, it's the, you're in control of you.
0: This is very Hunger Games when they're like this, it's like, it's like, like a woods.
1: Do you know what? I'm so, it's so incredibly lucky. Without my parents, I wouldn't have been an archer. So, um, although it's a muddy, muddy field. Um,
0: yeah, it is muddy. <laughs> it's it's it fun, very right? muddy.
1: I've got my wellies on, so we're all prepared. So the, I've got my target, which I won. The targets are small. In 2009.
0: They're not big targets.
1: Well, the, the target itself is massive. The actual, the actual target faces are pretty tiny.
0: That's like what, 20 centimeters of diameter? Yeah. So, circle. and then like the inner one, which you're getting, the yellow one. That's like so it's like a five pence piece. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So basically, indoor you've archery. You've got that there.
0: Like, you got it right center there.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not very good at indoor archery. Um, you're be- what
0: you're better at, outdoors. I'm
1: actually. definitely better at fifty meters.
0: Because you've been practicing, and maybe wet- I mean, this, is, this is your this is your habitat.
1: Yeah, this is. I, I prefer being where that bench is at fifty meters away. Yeah. I prefer being there.
0: So you can from there, you can hit it within this yellow bit, the yeah. five centimeters circle.
1: Yeah. It's it basically That's an apple. That's insane. An apple fifty meters away. Should
0: we put an apple on that? not <laughs> put an apple on my We head. can
1: put it on the mannequin's <laughs> head. But yeah, an apple fifty meters away. I'll do any day. Whereas, weirdly, 18 metres, which is the indoor stuff, which is just where that, yeah. like, is, that's that's 18 metres, getting that five pence piece, so difficult. Really? That's <laughs> I <hate> crazy. <laughs> I hate it. So it's, but you're so, better when it's harder? Yeah, weirdly. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to load my arrow. Uh, clip it on. It's on the arrow rest. I've got my uh, little... Um, What's release that?
0: aid. I'll release that, okay. So that
1: clips onto the bow, um, it locks in place. And then when you're ready, you pull with your back and the thumb that's resting on the trigger just lets it go, basically.
0: Whoa, it's fast. How <laughs> fast do they go? <laughs>
1: So they did do an experiment with arrows and apparently they went through bulletproof glass. Well, when the Armageddon
0: um, comes, we know. Yeah, exactly. When the zombie apocalypse comes, I'm
1: all fine. So yeah, it's just, and it's basically the same every single time. So I I load up the arrow.
0: How do you do the wind?
1: Uh, At the moment, there's there's like no wind, it's fine. But if it it was really windy, I would adjust my sight. So uh, I'll shoot another arrow.
0: oh not a good one i see what you mean with the breathing and the yoga because it does you have to completely calm yourself yeah be at one yeah fire
1: exactly so it's basically your mountain pose and then lift up your arms pull back
0: so you had a social life or was it mainly hanging out doing archery i mean
1: I? <laughs> i'm <laughs> yeah i had a did i have a social life yeah i guess kind of ish but no i mean i think you have to I'm probably wired a bit different.
0: Yeah. From other people. So you, it's kids. full commitment.
1: Yeah, I mean I that just didn't first, really care yeah. about other stuff. I was like, look, I wanna be world champion. That's lucky. Yeah, so You didn't have I to do all
0: the bullshit of being a teenager.
1: Well yeah, I mean, well, I mean you still had all that. I still you know, I got bullied at school and stuff and
0: even though they um, knew you fired a bow and Yeah,
1: I think it was before I was get I was good at archery. <laughs> but archery really helped me through that because then I would just you know imagine her face on the target um, <laughs> so you know you still do really that help. the same I girl I still do anyone that annoys me I just imagine their face <laughs> on the target so it, as I say meditation <laughs> so um, no it's a really good way to to like calm down and I do find that days that I like weeks that I don't shoot I do find I'm more stressed out because I'm not taking the time to just breathe and focus because you can't you can't think about anything else apart from where is that dot on the target so it stops you from thinking about life and, yeah. and crap that's going on it just makes you kind of just go ah oh, breathe focus so i do find that yeah any any weeks that i'm like nasty in the gym just be like have you shot this week lucy <laughs> maybe it's time for you to go and do some archery <laughs> chill out <laughs>
0: So you did the, uh, you know, you, uh, you went to uni. Yeah. And then the archery continues, continues.
1: Yeah, I mean. And then at yeah. some point
0: you have to go to go, well, I need to get a job. or Yeah, so how's for that all, sure, how's, for sure. So what happened then? So,
1: I mean, so obviously because I was on the GB team, um, I did, I was then like, well, that's my life. I'm a sports person now. Um, so I did uh, biology, psychology, sports and English at uni, at, at, at A levels. And then I was like, right, I'm going to go to a uni and do sports science, whatever it is, I'll just do sports science, something. Um, so I, you wanted
0: a career in sports, whatever.
1: Exactly. I was like, I'm a sports person. I should probably do sports. This is my identity. <laughs> um, yeah. My A-levels weren't as good as they could have been. Uh, yeah. I got into Nottingham Trent. It's honestly, it was amazing Yeah. because I, well, I, everyone said, did you go? Because of robin hood yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i was like actually no I, go- I went because it was the only one i got into but um
0: so you obviously <laughs> so, had social life there at uni
1: oh well see this was the issue so because i was so dedicated as a kid to yeah. my sport at university i went a little bit crazy oh did you and i basically didn't do much archery and, oh okay <laughs> and i
0: so how'd that go down definitely with your dad over
1: overdrank and i um, Oh hey,
0: we look, we're back, we're at the uh the uh what they call the targets? target, yeah, that's pretty good, that's near the center,
1: yeah, that
0: one's in the red that, one that one's in the yellow one that's even though in the red,
1: yeah, I mean basically, How's the points work I'm gonna lose the indoor championships with that, Really? yeah, yeah, if you get um anything in the red, you'll basically you're go home
0: does everyone look at you,
1: yeah, yeah, they look at you, and they shake their head like, oh God, come on, Lucy, <laughs> so I'm better outdoors. <laughs> Um, So yeah, indoors. um, So this five pence piece, that's the 10. And then the outer, this outer gold ring, uh, for us compound archers, that's the nine. Yeah. And then this big gold, that's the nine. And then eight, seven, six, and then a miss. Oh God, look at the storm damage over there.
0: Yeah. Bad, eh? That's a whole, is that a tree? Yeah,
1: Yeah, whole tree's gone. So yeah, I was actually lucky. We lost the fence a little bit, but yeah, we're all fine with the storm.
0: Right, should we go and get a coffee somewhere? Let's do it. Where, 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 where do you want to go?
1: Um, oh, that's too much pressure, Phil. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, you know I'm,
1: in Lib- you know, I'm you a well, I'm in Libra. Where would you go? So. I am a Libra, sir.
0: Well, uh, and, and is, did your dad have a favorite place?
1: Uh, he was sent ones as well. We actually, we scattered his ashes down by, um, down by sands. We scattered, mo- well, all of him in France and just like a little handful on that, on that beach yeah um but yeah he loved that area as well
0: are we going in your car no we're
1: going in your car oh no i've got stuff in it
0: oh okay we'll go in my car
1: okay
0: <laughs> hang on let me move my stuff on excuse the smell it's not just me <laughs> it's uh, my kids as well
1: oh i love it
0: actually like no, gonna blame all my kids
1: it smells fresh
0: <laughs> um what? Well, my eldest kid i'm not gonna name her Cause i've always that uh, she'd kill me she what she does she waits till we get home just before we get put the car in the garage then she'll fart really badly <laughs> just, and then and like just as i'm reversing in and she'll think it's hilarious and then she hopes, That's quite funny and then she hopes that the smell's still there by the time she gets
1: oh she's like marking her territory
0: yeah that's very funny <laughs> so university you went a bit wild
1: oh yeah i i put on about um Stone, I think of alcohol and Chinese because um, you know when you're really hungover the best food is Chinese <laughs> and, uh, yeah. yeah it was uh, it was good times good times
0: but why why, why the sudden rebellion why, why again why?
1: well it's because that's what it was it was I've never I never had a finger bracket like life before then you know it was uh, it was all very dedicated. Um,
0: and do you think because you're away from your parents, you could get away with? it? Of
1: course, yeah. If my if my parents were there, they would be like, Lucy, why aren't you shooting? And then I'd be like, oh yeah, I should probably shoot. But obviously, you know, being at uni, I was like, eh.
0: So how? But did like was there a conflict with your parents because of that?
1: No, I mean, I think they were just like, you know, I I was at uni, I was doing my degree, so. So you, know, you didn't get a look from
0: your mum or dad. Again. Oh
1: I definitely got a look from my dad. He was like he was like, um, you know, your training's not going so good at the moment. And I was like, Yeah, yeah. Oh I'm I'm just working really hard on my degree. <laughs> 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 Slash Chinese. going out on Wednesday, getting absolutely drunk and having a Chinese on the Thursday. But yeah, it was um yeah, it was good times. I mean those are the best times to rebel, anyway.
0: Yeah, if you're it's gonna uni. do it,
1: if you're yeah. gonna do it, do it at uni. Yeah, right? it's well timed. Yeah, exactly. So you know there was there was thought process to that. So you know I so had you didn't those...
0: didn't strain your relationship with your dad because no, obviously you're quite close. Didn't not you? at all.
1: No, I still uh, I still Archery Great Britain decided that they would create rather than just having those premier events. They decided they would create like a mini world cup. So the world cup was prize money, and yeah. England were like, well, we could do that. So what they did was they um, created six legs, uh, five legs, six legs, basically to mimic a World Cup, and you had to go to those. If you did well, you'd get to go to the finals, and if you won the finals, you get prize money. So the first year that that ran, um, I literally dumped my stuff up at Nottingham Trent Uni with Dad. I'd just come back from the World Championships. I put everything in this, House that you know I was going to live in for the next few years and then dad and I drove over to uh, Lillishall and I won I won the whole thing
0: no so, way.
1: yeah like it was the first year I won the whole yeah. thing and then he dropped me off back at Nottingham and I dropped him off at East Midlands Airport and um, and then that was it you know like I was win- the winner of the world uh, the, the national tour and and then I started uni like that weekend, what a bird. It was absolutely mental. So I got this massive check, uh, and I walked on. into. I, did, I actually didn't, though, <laughs> but I should. I should have done. Um, but yeah, I got this massive check, and and I like the huge ones. And I walked go into, into the bank. No, you can't. I I asked, I asked, but yeah, no, <laughs> I went into my my new halls of residence, and everyone was like. Who are you? Hi, I'm Lucy.
0: What is this?
1: <laughs> this <have> <laughs> Literally. I'm from it was, Jersey. It was that, that weekend. Week. It was so bizarre. So yeah. So they knew, like everyone at uni knew I was good at archery. It was yeah. just, I think the people that were most disappointed were my housemates. They were like, come on Lucy, we know you're a good archer. Like, why don't you just practice a bit more? And I was like, yeah, but I just want to, you know, have fun. It was <laughs> uni, guys but they were all sports people they were all rugby players so you
0: are surrounded by sports people
1: completely surrounded by sports people which was really cool Um,
0: and so after uni you came back to Jersey so after
1: uni yeah so dad died on my last year of uni oh okay I'm sorry so that's yeah yeah. Um, so So that's
0: difficult so you're because you're close
1: you said you're going to make me cry yeah (laughs) Um, right we can
0: stop the podcast now (laughs) I made you cry
1: um yeah so basically um yeah, I was um, sort of studying for my finals, and uh, yeah, and then and then dad passed.
0: Did you? Did you? Was it out of the blue?
1: I, yeah, I thought it was, but I mean, he was always sick. Yeah. But um, yeah, for me, it was almost like cry wolf. You know, he was always sick. So I was like, nah, not this time, he'll be fine. Um, but then, yeah, uh, drove down to, he actually got flown over to England. Um, so I managed to drive down from Nottingham.
0: So you say, you you've got to say uh, goodbye? No, no,
1: it's it too late. Yeah, um, that's hard, I'm sorry Lucy. Yeah, that's hard. But um, yeah, so I actually never sat my final exams, because um, obviously you have to go to an appeal Process and stuff and you say like, look this has happened um, and they said well we'll either give you a 2-1 now or um, you do your final exams the next time they come up in the summer or whatever because I really really wanted a first yeah, 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 <laughs> I yeah. was so bloody close That's your determination, I was so close to a first um, but yeah uh, I was chatting to my mum and my, my uncle who's like a lecturer at Warwick Uni and, and they were all like Lucy like I don't think you'll be prepared to try and sit exams in the summer so yeah basically um, I got my 2-1 from uni in coaching and sports so science do you, do you
0: regret that not
1: doing no regret. I think I think they were right <laughs> yeah I think I think the adults were right there because yeah to try mind, and study yeah. for an exam in,
0: in that headspace it would yeah. have been
1: absolutely stupid yeah. so I know I yeah I mean obviously I wanted a first and I was close but uh, they were like look you're, you're on the cusp we can give you a high two one or you sit the exams. So yeah, I mean, uni was absolutely brilliant.
0: So we're at St. Ones. So, so you scattered your dad's ashes here?
1: Just a little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So St. Juan's in Jersey is big Wesley, F- look, there's a Navy ship.
1: Yeah, I'm a bit confused about that. It's a bit worrying. But Bob, why?
0: <laughs> We've been invaded.
1: Well, good thing I'm good at archery. Yeah, you haven't got your <laughs> bow though. Oh damn. <laughs> See, this is why it's not a weapon. <laughs> so yeah, where are we? Loisier. Loisier, the Lois- yeah, there we go. Uh, Dad wanted to be scattered in France, so we did that, but then we kept a little bit and we were like, well, he came here, so it would yeah. be nice to have something here. So we scattered a little bit, I don't know, somewhere around here. Was it windy? Uh, yeah, it was it was an, it was night.
0: Yeah. And
1: there were these horrible bugs oh,
0: in the summer. all over yeah, 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 this yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. like um, all they, over they, this pit. Sand flies. Are they Oh are? no, they were like these creepy, uh, crawly kind oh, of things. The
0: lice, sand lice.
1: Disgusting. I well
0: I just put sand them. Absolutely in front of disgusting. <laughs>
1: and uh, they were like these massive cockroachy kind of licey feet things and um <laughs> I've never seen my mum run so much because, you know, it was all very sombre and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and then I went guys there's like loads of bugs everywhere <laughs> my mum and isn't my that, sister absolutely ran away it was so funny
0: but isn't that part of life that exactly. like exactly the most somber thing exactly it was laugh. actually super funny yeah and uh, that bring, and that and i think humor has in the darkest moments you need humor
1: oh for sure
0: and uh, without humor i imagine how difficult life would be
1: yeah i know well i've got a dark sense of humor i think <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have one too. Two lattes. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: right, where should we go? Let's go in that corner there. Yeah.
1: yeah. Excellent. Oh, it looks so
0: good. And then you came back here, so you so came back here? I came back
1: here, here because, um, yeah, that was actually a really good, well, not a good summer, but it was a good summer in the respect that um, we were with Mum. So, and she got time off work, which is like the first time I've ever seen her have time off work. But um, yeah, she, it was good because it meant that, yeah, we got that summer with her. um, And then I bumped into uh, John Scriven, who used to kind of coach athletes when I was younger, like when I was 16, 17, I kind of knew of him. He kind of tried to help with my archery training in the gym and I said, I've just done a master's in strength and conditioning. Do you have any jobs? And then he said yes. And that's how I started my- so it's a my... bit like the
0: sponsorship.
1: Yeah, honestly, you just have to go up to people. There's yeah, you're letter, right. There's that's literally I'm it.
0: you Lucy. Just if you want something, go and ask for it.
1: Literally ask. <laughs> because, you know, he could have said, no, I've got nothing, but I'll keep you in mind. So that, that led you had into- a job role, yeah.
0: Into personal training.
1: So that that's when I became a strength and conditioning coach. Uh, so I worked for sports teams and I worked for like the Jets and the Rugby Club and so I worked for the Rugby Club for like six years um, And
0: you're used to being around men, right? Yeah, in terms true, of archery, yeah, so you can so deal true. With all
1: the nonsense Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, just um, So
0: then so that so and then from there so
1: from there I then my mum was like Lucy You're only working like four hours at night with sports teams. You need to get another job so and I was like, well, you know, Mum, I'm like a full-time archer. She's like, but are you? Are you really? <laughs> she was right. She's 100% right. Like, um, so I worked at like uh, a law firm in the morning, and then I did my strength and conditioning at night. So I was living at home. Yeah, completely. So how did me.
0: the dynamic change with your dad not being there? Was he very alpha male, or was he?
1: Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. So so Mum was mum's badass but yeah dad was quite domineering um he was quite a grumpy old man as well because he was always in pain but it was it was weird it felt like um like if you were downstairs it felt like he was upstairs yeah it was but it was nice though but it's because i lived at nottingham for four years i then came back and i was like an adult and kind of set in my ways and like this is how i do my washing and this is how i do my cooking and and mum was like oh okay it's like she didn't look after us ever she just kind of we were just we were like we were like mates we were like housemates so yeah it was almost like it was living at uni but like but with mum
0: and then how did you get into personal training then from so
1: yeah i realized that strength and conditioning there's absolutely no money and I did also think that I didn't want to live at home with mum forever. Yeah. Um, so I was like, well, if I want a mortgage, I'm going to have to do personal training.
0: You do a lot of pre- like sports presenting as well. Yeah, got right. Into that. That's another, so that that's was, another little uh, hustle. And
1: I forget about that. <laughs> You're hustling. Yeah, I love it. I'm hustle, honestly, all the time, hustling. The year dad died, there was an opportunity to do BBC Kickoff sports reporting. Um, so that's 2012 yeah. and so I applied for it and I got it but also you know what happens when you finish as a sports person you either go into coaching or you go into media and I'm doing both yeah. so you know sometimes I'll focus a bit more on the archery sometimes I focus a bit more on my on my PT sometimes I'll, well obviously that's my main thing yeah. um, and but then sometimes I'll focus a bit on the media stuff
0: so do you find so because I'm similar I, I, I have to hustle for work and the but is there a part of it so i relate to you in that um like i can just do one thing i can do that i have to i need to jump around a bit do you think your mindset
1: I yeah, I definitely think if I was at school now, they would diagnose me with something. Because yes. actually, having chatting to you today, I don't know if I was a normal child. <laughs> so, I feel like my brain was probably slightly, slightly wired differently.
0: If it wasn't for your dad, the archery, yeah. I think you would it would have been if you didn't find it something might to. would have been a nightmare. It would have been difficult. Maybe.
1: Yeah. I, who knows? I don't. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like the archery yeah. really focused me and, and calmed car, you. Um, and
0: So this is where i going to ask the question, so, uh, um, so if you can go back in time when would you, to meet yourself, when would you go back in time too? and what would you say?
1: I would go back to uni and be like, Lucy, just just practice a little bit more.
0: <laughs> keep, keep drinking though.
1: Just, like. <laughs> just yeah, fine, but practice more. <laughs> and then why, why? Because I feel like those few years, do you know what I mean? So I feel like the, the years of practice I put in, becoming third in the world wasn't just shooting showing up on the day it was the 3 years of practicing 100 hours a day that enabled me to to get that result so i feel like those 3 years i could have if you if i banked more arrows
0: but yeah. then if you hadn't gone for the stuff at uni that would have come out later in your life
1: oh that's true do you know what i mean oh, Like, true. obviously it's a frustration I didn't that rebellious time if you wanted you wanted to go out of my mind and do yeah, what i want yeah you're watch. right then maybe
0: it would have
1: happened in my 20s Well, it would be more of a disaster yeah that's true so actually maybe i don't
0: think you can change anything you can't you can't change anything but you're oh. changing something you're not allowed to change it i'm not
1: allowed to change No, you're just oh, like it's now. just about it's just
0: about it's more resonating with yourself when you are younger, like when, like, like, if you saw yourself in your 20s at uni or whatever, yeah. saying, because you bet you felt guilty about it a little bit, wake, yeah. up, wake up in the morning, what am I doing, this is awful. It's almost saying to yourself then, don't worry about it.
1: Yeah, actually that's probably a good shout because I got my degree, I still was on the GB team, I got through Dads, I've, I've done media stuff, I've got a business, Actually, yeah, I've done okay.
0: <laughs> it's okay. If to, that's it's what okay. It's, it's more about that. Do you know
1: what, Lucy? It's fine. Your uni years were fine. Don't yeah, worry yeah. about them.
0: Yeah, I think it's, and I think in life you have to
1: fuck up. And it wasn't even. It wasn't even like It wasn't, I, I, it wasn't, I, it wasn't I, even like I did that yeah, bad. It's yeah. just well, I. I just well, wasn't well, as focused on my archery as I could have been. So actually, in the long term, it's fine. And but I, and also, it was quite nice to actually focus on education for once. Quite
0: intense when you're young, doing the archery training, training, and the new uni. And you didn't have that matter. It's just a normal I think mean, most people do that when they get a uni. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. it's all right. Yeah. But then you but there's a part of you going, no, it's not all right. I should have done better. So that's how true. so you are, are you are you easier on yourself now than you were?
1: Yeah, I think like I just want to succeed at everything.
0: But you can't succeed at everything.
1: <laughs> but you can try.
0: So you're all right with failure then?
1: Oh, of course. Yeah, it's part of it. You have to fail like, um, you know, not getting scores or whatever makes you train harder do you know what i mean like you can literally change your life by doing something about it
0: i I am interested in being like the fact that you're a woman in a like the archer is a man's world and your dad was a role model so there's a question of you know your identity as a woman as well how that all fits into it and like
1: that's like how do you place yourself and the image of that you know what i mean that's quite difficult it's it's difficult because like what I want to do, for example, you know, I don't necessarily want kids or anything. Um, so people treat you differently. Cause they're like, well, how could you say that? Or maybe you're with the wrong person or whatever. And it's like, no, yeah, I just want, I don't know. I just want different stuff. Yeah, but society makes you feel bad for that. So, but, you know, what's great is that, uh, you know, um, my friends have been, you know, good um, when I was younger and stuff. Uh, It's difficult to make connections now, though, because, you know, I want certain things. I want to do this, I want to do that. I'm away a lot. Um, So as you're saying, it's a personal toll. It's like, yeah, actually. It's more difficult with the fact that... um, sort of friendships and stuff are not the same um, and yeah. you know and maybe that's just your 30s I don't know you know everyone's hustling everyone seems to be hustling so you don't really I
0: need people in serious relationships uh, and, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah so I mean I'm there. so lucky like my partner he was he was my mate
0: I was gonna ask it yeah. yeah, yeah so, so yeah, he was he's... my
1: mate before we went out yeah so he knew the deal he knew I was gonna be away he knew that I was stubborn and that i did archery and that, that you know i wanted this and i wanted that so he's he's absolutely brilliant with it so when i'm like oh by the way i've been offered this job opportunity i'm gonna have to travel the world for five weeks this year he was like that's cool do it like so he's awesome um but yeah like actual other friendships it's really difficult because people just don't really get it i think
0: but then that's all also it's quite a good filter of good friends
1: the actual close people, yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. But maybe it's—I think it's probably the same for everyone. But it—it do, it does take a toll, like, yeah. I'm, I've got like what, essentially three jobs on the go, yeah. And then you're trying to live a life as well. So I mean, my my career being a strength and conditioning coach was difficult because I there was thirty men in my class and four women, and the four women are not one of them's a personal trainer. She was on my master's as well with me. So we're both PTs now. One of them, uh, we we lost contact. Uh, I think she's a teacher. And then another one did work as a physio. But, you know, we all had to graft, I would say, more than the men to to get that job. But then luckily, mum had already done that in her career. I've seen it. And so I was like, okay, I can do it. But it doesn't prepare you for the fact that men will be like, oh, well, you only want to be here for the guys or you only you know and it's like little comments or something and you're like no i'm actually a coach this is my actual job this is my career so
0: they, they objectify you and
1: like, yeah sometimes so so you know that that kind of thing can be difficult and then as a result but you know guys you can kind of deal with it's the women who judge i find is worse um and they're like well why don't you want kids or why don't you want this or why don't you want to settle down and it's like well that's not that's never been me but then, you know, and that you do get like, I, I do think like a lot of athletes, they kind of, like I feel like I'm not really finished with archery.
0: No, I can tell that, yeah. So. It's not done yet. It's
1: not. And, and, and that's, and it showed like, you know, when I did the Island Games this year, I was like, no, I, I want to win the Island Games. So this year, although I know yeah, I was uh, the doing the media stuff, I was like, no, I really want to win the Island Games.
0: And, uh, but I, I'm going to finish on, um, there's another There's another thing you've done recently. Oh, you've oh also gosh. come, yeah, that's coming up. <laughs> so uh, oh, Lucy, I knew Lucy, that was is, Lucy has come up with a uh, Christmas song, which I'm going to play at the end. Gonna play at the Are end. you I'm, actually going to play permission? it? Oh my
1: God, it's terrible. <laughs> so, uh,
0: so, uh, so you've written a song,
1: <sighs> a pop song for Christmas. Uh, yes. So um, in my head, I had some kind of lyrics and I had a kind of tune. And then I was like, I said, I said to my other half, I was like, hey, I I think I've got a Christmas song and he's the musical one. Uh, Anyway, every Christmas he was like, Lucy, don't forget you've got that Christmas song. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably write some more lyrics. And, you know, he we kind of like I wrote it down and then he was like, well, that would sound better. No, and I was like, oh, yeah, probably. And yeah, so we're just, you know, I was playing around with it. And then this summer, the very, very cool Nick Dinny, who usually comes in here and does yeah, surfing yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, he, I said to him, I was like, oh, mate, I've, just a joke. I've got a Christmas song. And he was like, OK, bro, like, let's just record it. And I was like, no, you're joking, though, aren't you? And he was like, no, no, like, let's do this. Uh, and he's actually created something quite good, <laughs> considering how not, not good it was when i originally played it on a keyboard
0: well, I, well, the reason i brought it up is because you've gone i've had this idea i know that you've got a bit of encouragement for people but you've gone i'm going to do it and i think yeah. if more, if anyone yeah. takes anything from this interview is that you've got something in your head and i'm taking it for my own self yes. uh just do it.
1: it honestly so like you know you've got the ceo of a bow company yeah. go and ask them for yeah. sponsorship you've got at the strength and conditioning head coach of Jersey, go and ask them for a job. You've got a Christmas song in your head, go and record it. Like, honestly, Nick could have said no, but he didn't. He said yes. And as a result, I have a bloody Christmas yeah. song.
0: Which we're going to play at the end of this. <laughs> but, Lucy, that's great. I think we're done. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank it's you. Been, uh, i made you cry at least once.
1: Yes, thank you. <laughs> I nearly cried as well. When, you, oh. cause when other
0: people cry, I have to cry.
1: Oh, set me off. Again.
0: Anyway, thank you. It's awesome. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. I learnt a lot, mainly to always ask for what you want and you might get it. Anyway, here is Lucy's Christmas single. Enjoy it, pretend it's December.
1: Christmas, Christmas, one, two, three. Got your mince pies out the oven. Presents under the tree. I'm just hoping the Santa will leave a treat for me. Mum's based in the turkey. Food is ready to go. Got my socks from Granny. Twelfth year in a row. Christmas, 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 Christmas. I'd rather be Christmas 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 decorations on the tree Christmas 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 one two three presents don't mean much to me when loved ones are not near pull the cracker wear the crown let's celebrate New Year